Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Balance Club Summer Series. I'm Georgia Grant. I'm a qualified personal trainer with a BSc in sports science, and you can find me at Instagram at ggrantyfitness. And I'm Kirsty Buick. I'm a health and fitness journalist. You'll also find me on Instagram at it's me, Kirsty. Uh, yeah, so this is the second episode in this three-part series. Uh, you can totally start with this one if that is what feels good to you. Um, but obviously, we'd love it if you went back and listened to episode one too. It's all about finding balance when it comes to health and fitness post-lockdown. So, hot topic. We talked about a whole bunch of stuff and Georgia gave us some really awesome practical advice, which I'm now putting into practice in my life. So, thanks, Georgia. I love that. So, today we are going to be talking about something slightly different the curse of comparison. So screen time and social media use have obviously increased during lockdown, which means comparison culture is stronger than ever. Oh man, I'm so guilty of increased screen time. I think it's probably trebled in the past like 18 months. Um, it's also when I discovered TikTok. Yeah, so that was that was a weird time. <laughs> that was a weird time for everyone involved. Um, but yeah, I think we kind of live in this world where people are really able to control the narrative and curate an image of themselves uh, just in a way that we've never seen before. Uh, stuff like Photoshop and these crazy apps that will give you like instant abs. It is, it's wild out there. It definitely is wild. And we're spending all that time scrolling at these beautifully edited snaps, maybe not even necessarily Photoshop. A filter really can do wonders. Um, it's totally natural response to start comparing ourselves to those images, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, this this is a perfect segue into what I wanted to start us off on. Let's talk about. Um, let's start by talking about this weird kind of world of fitness influencers that we find ourselves in. Yeah, I mean, I've I've met like Photoshop and and weird, you know, filters and things aside. I've met. Um, some really great, um, genuinely lovely fitness influencers um, in my life who have legit qualifications and experience um, that they're drawing on to kind of create their content. You know, when I'm having a scroll and kind of looking at yet another photo of so-and-so's abs or whatever, I do I do find myself comparing. Um, what, what advice would you have for someone in my shoes? Mm, so I think it's a real interesting one because I think we need to remember that this is their profession so would I when I think that I've been in fitness for so long I wouldn't look at say someone in finance or someone in kind of writing and compare myself because that's not what you do obviously it's very different because Instagram is here and you don't have people in finance on Instagram however it is important to understand that a lot of people find a profession in fitness due to their background as an athlete or in kind of serious competitive sport 
which is going to give them muscle memory that others may not have. And it's going to give them the physiques that they are in now. Because if we think about it, this is years of competitive sport plus 10 to 15 probably minimum years of training. They are going to have physiques that are incomparable for people who are starting out on their fitness journey. Um, And I think that's a real important thing to note. Um, Because when you do compare yourself to these people and you think, well, I want to look like that a year down the line, you're not quite looking like that, but you're really, really working hard. This can be kind of a route to not feeling great in yourself and to lowering your self-esteem. So it's really important to understand that these aren't people that you can realistically compare yourself to. I think on the other hand, there's also a great great chance that these people have become fitness influencers such because they have great genetics and that has led them down this path of being like well I'm going to get my abs out on Instagram because I've got them and it's important to understand that a lot of that is genetics a lot of people are leaner because of their genetics and unfortunately that is just that's just life and that is something that we need to accept and to understand and to fall in love with your own body because just because you don't have abs that doesn't make you any less worthy than a fitness influencer on Instagram it's just that you're different and you have different talents you have different pathway in your life so I think comparing can be a real real damaging thing when we look at comparing to people whose work is in fitness I think one last thing that I want to point point out on this topic is that you can't really compare yourself to a series of photos and videos because yes, this person might look in physically great shape, but again, you can't see happiness in a photo or a video and you don't know how they're feeling. You don't know how strict and rigid their training routine is. So comparing to highlights, again, something that is all sorts of unuseful yeah exactly and I really like how you've it's something I've actually never considered before how you framed it like well you know you're you're not going to compare if you're someone working in finance or if you're a writer you know I'm not going to go and compare my writing to a fitness influencer well they wouldn't be comparing it to me so do you know what I mean like I don't know that's very cool like my job is different and I focus my full-time energy on something else yeah and that's how it should be 100% I love that uh if only there were more financial people on Instagram I just want to say um okay (laughs) I'm sure there are I probably just don't follow them (laughs) I should I'm gonna I'm gonna go find them we'll have to find them (laughs) please teach me how to do my taxes is there is there such a thing as a financial influencer there should be someone could blow up for that okay free idea for you if you're if you're an accountant Um, Okay, so next question, I'm gonna start by saying devil's advocate again here, because that's, that's fun. Um, What about folks who feel kind of feel like these comparisons motivate them or feel that, you know, looking at these images um, of like, um, air quotes, the ideal physique um, is helping them aspire to achieving that? What do you say to people who feel that way? So this is a real interesting one, because I do think that anything that motivates someone to get moving is a positive. However, I am fully, fully passionate about making sustainable, making exercise sustainable and making your nutrition, your health plan, your exercise 
sustainable for longevity because actually it's probably going to be more important as you age as well so I think it's positive for getting into exercise but I think there is a potential risk here because you are comparing yourself to something that might be an unrealistic standard and what's going to happen when you're not able to meet that standard you're going to see it as a failure and it shouldn't be seen as a failure because you've started exercise, you've started a journey towards bettering your health. But if you're comparing to someone else, you might not reach where you want to be. And when you feel you've failed, a lot of the time that will lead to you giving up. And that's you giving up on your health. And the important part in the start was you focusing on your health, you focusing on your fitness, your exercise, for you. So I think it can be a real, real risky thing when someone uses comparisons to other people as motivation. By all means, compare yourself to yourself. I think if you can lift a 5kg weight two weeks before you can lift an 8kg weight, you're going to look back and be like, wow, I've got stronger. That's an amazing comparison. You can see that you're progressing. I think that is really important to keep you motivated and it's not unrealistic. You're just comparing yourself to where you have been in the past. You can see your growth, whether it be physical, whether it be mental, whether it just be that you're feeling happier. Like those kinds of comparisons, I think, are really valuable and by all means, strive to be the best version of yourself. I think when we link it to fitness, visual comparisons can, again, be very, very damaging. Um, We all have very different bodies. It's unrealistic to compare yourself to someone else's. And when you do this, I really do think it just triggers lower self-esteem, which can then lead to lower body image. And having poor body image can lead to all sorts of kind of poor mental health, which is really, really tragic to see and I think as an online coach I see it far too much because of social media and because of how many people are comparing themselves to unrealistic standards that might not even be real they might be edited you can edit videos do you know that you can take your waist in on a video that's insanity it's terrifying it really is it's mental and then you're comparing yourself to that it's just again all kinds of unhelpful (laughs) yeah very very unhelpful um don't edit your videos fitness influencers thanks PSA so my next question is I love social media and uh we know I've recently developed a TikTok obsession and um yeah I I don't want to lose connections with people that I have online I um find that they do definitely add something to my life um but of course there's this whole negative side of things where we're comparing and, and whatnot um what do I do when I fall into that kind of negative pattern of of thinking and comparing short of deleting social media? Firstly, I mean, I completely agree with you. Social media can be an amazing place. I mean, I have used it a lot in the past year to kind of share my thoughts on health um, and to try and give you some workouts to do in the gym, to get people moving, to make people feel positive. And I think it can be, I follow some amazing accounts. It can be a really, really positive platform which is when I think 
we as individuals need to take this into our own hands and be really, really self-aware of how we are using our platforms, how we're using our social media, not to post things personally, but how we're viewing other people. And is that actually healthy for us? Is that actually making us happy? Or are we comparing? I think two things to massively be aware of, meaningless scrolling, because there's a lot more things we can do with our time than meaningless scrolling. And it's very easy to do. Very, very easy to do. So guilty of that. Like I'll just spend like an hour scrolling through stuff and then I'll get up and be like, what did I just look at? Like I literally cannot even think of one thing. Yeah, you just shut off, don't you? And then the other thing is being aware of when you do find yourself comparing two accounts. And when you feel that way, and you're feeling sorts of jealousy, or you're wanting to kind of aspire to be that person, you're coming away from, you're finding motivation external sources, not internal. That's the time when you go, is this helpful for me? And if you're self-aware of that, you can be like, actually, I don't think this is helpful. Mute the person, unfollow the person, because you can actually mute accounts. So if you are friends with someone, who you're comparing yourself to and you wouldn't want them to obviously think you've unfollowed them because that will cause all sorts of drama and I don't want to cause that in your life um so just mute them so you don't see their posts and that's just going to make such a difference because you won't have it there to compare to I think also replacing scrolling with something that will genuinely make you feel good so catching up with a friend calling a family member, going for a walk, journaling. Journaling is such a great thing to replace meaningless scrolling with because you've had a long day at work, you're sitting on the sofa, meaningless scrolling. You could easily swap that out for a journal and do a bit of self-reflection and then you're finding motivation intrinsically, not looking for it in extrinsic sources and you're just learning more about yourself and I think that's really, really valuable. Limiting your screen time can be a great one giving yourself a limit because then actually when you go on Instagram you're going to enjoy your time on there and it's not going to be pick up your phone what's the first thing you click on because I know for me a lot of the time it is Instagram then I'm like oh what am I doing right like I'll pick up my phone and be like wanting to I don't know look at news or like open WhatsApp and talk to my family and I'll instantly open Instagram how have I been programmed to do this yeah it must be visually addictive or something something along those lines but giving yourself a cut off and saying actually I'm only going to use this platform for an hour today and that's instantly just gonna half at least your comparisons yeah I mean think of all the things that that I could get done in that extra hour let's talk about just kind of negative talk generally um when that kind of negative voice comes from within um it's it's really really hard to break that pattern What advice would you give for kind of silencing that negative internal talk? This is a really, really tricky one. And I think we can get into real pits of negative self-talk. I think the important thing to remember is that it's very normal. We are all going to experience negative self-talk. We have thousands of thoughts in our head every single day. Some of them positive, some of them negative. But human psychology, obviously, we go to the negative ones first um I think the real important thing to look at here is understand that it's just a thought selling a little 
or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I think we're very quick to take thoughts on as reality, when in actual fact, they are literally just a thought. For example, say you're having a bad body image day. We all have them looking in the mirror going oh god I look really fat today for example if you take that on as your reality and you're like oh god I'm so fat I need to work out I need to get on a diet I need to do this this that that is really really going to negatively impact you and your mental health and make you feel rubbish if you take that on as just a thought and you process that oh that's a bit weird that I'm saying that to myself today. I must feel a bit rubbish. But this is just a thought. I'm going to process it. Okay, I feel a bit fat today. Okay, let's let it go. It's very different to taking it on as your reality. It is literally just a thought. Sometimes sitting with thoughts can be really helpful. Just processing them. And actually, once you process something, it's never really as bad as you initially expected. I think we are terrified of thoughts, terrified of them. But I think that is genuinely because we take them on as our reality. And they are literally just a thought. Thousands of them, thousands of them a day. But when there's a negative one, we really struggle to shut it off. And I think that's because we try and push it away. Whereas we just need to observe it, kind of be aware of it. This is a thought. This is how I'm feeling. Okay we'll let it go. I think obviously I've made it sound quite easy there and it's not always that easy. So some practical things which are really great to do when you are struggling to get out of this kind of negative kind of spiral of self-talk. Meditation is amazing. It is great. There are so many physical and psychological health benefits of meditation. Your mind just needs a break sometimes and clearing your mind resetting your nervous system can be so so beneficial I know it can be something that people really struggle with sometimes because it is in this world of busyness shutting off your thoughts completely can be really really tricky so guided meditations are great listening to a guided meditation you've got someone guiding you through it or again just lying hands on your stomach deep belly breath amazing because you're resetting your nervous system you're putting your body back into a state of calm also journaling 
listening to some music, listening to a song that's going to raise your endorphins, going for a walk, listening to a podcast, reading, exercising, and just being kind to yourself, saying something nice to yourself. Um, Self-acceptance diaries are amazing. Just kind of observing some good things about yourself when you're feeling a bit crap can make a world of difference. Instantly makes you feel better. So I think they would be my tips when you are having negative self-talk that I I love that and I I want to kind of dive a little bit deeper into what you said about a self-acceptance diary I've actually never heard of it phrased that way before and I'd love it if you could kind of unpack how you do that and what that means so I've actually I mean if you head over to my Instagram I actually have a self-acceptance diary that I used in my dissertation and I've linked it in my bio because I think it is so helpful So what it is, it's just a series of questions that are real positive outlooks on yourself. How would I, how would my friends and family describe me? Five things I really enjoy. Five things that make me feel good. How, what would I say to my eight, six to eight year old self? Which is a really interesting one because you would never say some of the things that you say to your adult self to little baby Georgia like you would never say that and it's so interesting to sit back and think oh gosh I'm being a bit hard on myself I'm actually I've got this list now of things that make me feel good things that make me laugh things that my family and friends like about me it's not all bad and it just really really does lift your mood instantly it's it really is great I would check it out 100% give it a go I love that I love that. I'm going to go and find you on Instagram right now. Georgia, you are awesome as always. Um, I hope everyone listening enjoyed that chat as much as I did. Join us again next week. We've got one more episode coming up in the series in which we'll be talking about basically our favorite thing in the whole world. It's going to be all about building strength and how and why you should do it. I'm Georgia and you can find me on Instagram at Fitness. And I'm Kirsty. You can find me there too. My handle is at it's me Kirsty. Thanks so much to everyone for listening and for joining us in this chat. Uh, we hope you learned something. I definitely did. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.